Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. We talk a lot about how you come here with certain gifts and certain traits that are your essence. They're inherently part of who you are. And we also talk about how when you embrace those and none of the things that you are not, that's when everything in your life is going to flow more easily to you. But today we kind of just want to talk about the fact that it's not just a selfish endeavor. It's an actual mechanistic duty that you have to help move the world forward. And um, we were just experiencing such a great example of this. And Taylor, what, what was it that you said to me? We were saying something about how you can feel when someone's outside of their gifts. Mm. And I think everybody can kind of feel when there's like, we all have a nose for alignment. We yeah. all have a nose for when someone's kind of not doing the right. When something feels really sticky and it doesn't seem to be working in like very efficiently or in flow. Mm. And I think what I said was, it's so important, not only important for you to be within your gifts for yourself, because how much better does that feel to let your gifts express through you? But also because when you're not in your gifts, when you're working with other people, it's actually blocking them from being able to be in their gifts. So mm. when you're in a you're working situation with somebody and you kind of feel that hit, 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 like you're bumping up against a wall, that could, and it's, you know, that you're in your gifts, you know, that you're in alignment. Sometimes it isn't that you're not aligned. It's just that they're actually blocking your alignment from expressing. So mm. it's so important for us to be in our gifts for other people to be in alignment too. Yeah. That puzzle piece thing that you talk about. Will mm -hmm. you say that? Cause I feel like we haven't said that on the podcast yet. Oh yeah. So imagine that the whole world is this beautiful picture and it's made up of loads of different puzzle pieces. When you take the shape of your puzzle piece Everybody that's meant to fit next to you can finally fit and finally slot in. And so it's not everyone trying to make things more harmonious. It's like a natural harmony without you having to figure out the harmony. You just have to focus on being your piece because then everyone that's meant to slot in can see you and you're signaling as your piece correctly in the world. But I also think that, you know, when you're saying about, you know, when you're not in your gifts, you block other people from being in theirs. I think that can happen one of two ways. Mm -hmm. So, or both. One being that you're trying to do things that is their role, mm. right? So then you, there's no space for them to do it. And two, you're not necessarily, um, you said this to me, like it's not creating a container. What did you say? Um, well, you're not creating the container for people to express their gifts effectively. Yeah. Because you're not playing, you're not kind of sitting adjacently to them in the way that you're sitting adjacently to them. And because when one of us moves forward, it helps, ever, it becomes easier for everyone else to take that similar step forward to that level of frequency, to that level of vibration. If you're not in your gifts, you're not going to pull anyone forward towards more of theirs. Yeah. And I think a great practical and real life example is even how we work together. Mm. You're very clear about what you're really good at. Yeah. 
you're clear about what Jane's really good at. You're clear about what I'm really good at, mm. how we all work. Yeah. And so you never, uh, what you're really good at is never over crossing into what you know, like I could do it more effectively than you. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite things about working with you. Mm. One of the specific examples is, you know, I create, you know, systems around things mm-hmm. and you always will ask me, how do, would you do this? Yeah. Rather than you imposing your, you know, structure or mm. whatever on something that we're doing. Because I wouldn't be able to come up with anywhere near as good of a one as you would. And so what does it serve aside from ego to think that you have all the answers? Actually, what the best thing for all of us to do is to realize like everybody is really good at something and it's so much more efficient in terms of our energy as a collective to outsource things correctly to the right people, to the people who you, it takes you a lot less energy to do that than it takes me. So why would I drain myself and come up with a lesser product and then also not only drain my energy, but also not have energy that could be used on doing what I'm good at? Yeah. And I think a great way to be able to spot this, you know, that feeling of when someone is blocking your gifts Mm -hmm. is feeling micromanaged. That feeling of being micromanaged Mm. is, so let's say, for example, just as us as a, as a practical example, if you told me how to structure mapping out the gifts in the back end of the app, Mm -hmm. and you told me your system, even though you know, that might not have been your, that's not necessarily your gifts. Yeah. Um, that would have not allowed me to come up with like to really fully express into this system that we have that covers so many different bases. I would have never got to experience that in myself Mm. had you imposed on that. Well, that's really interesting because that also makes me think then that sometimes like before I knew what you would be good at, mm-hmm. I almost had to say all the stuff that I wasn't good at because that's what leaves room for someone else's so undiscovered gifts to even come through. If I'd said, oh, so true. this is the system we do, this is how we do it, whatever, then actually A, you would have thought you were bad at your job mm-hmm. and B, you would have never discovered what you were good at through this job. Yeah, And, and me- I would have felt like you were not doing a good job. Yeah, but if you feel micromanaging areas, that's what it feels like to have somebody imposing on your gifts. Mm. So true. It's so true. And also, imagine from my side, if I tried to, because of the conditioning of what it means, you know, the things you have to do to be a business owner or the things you do to mm-hmm. be successful or whatever. Imagine if I'd adhered to those instead of just being absolutely clear on the stuff I am and being okay with the stuff I'm not. I would have gotten so annoyed and so frustrated at trying to hold all these things that we just never mind to hold. Yeah. And that this, you hear a lot in the success world of, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's, Mm. they tell you to find people that, what does they say? Find people that are good at the things that you're not Mm -hmm. good at. Mm -hmm. It's even, it's just such a deep, this is Mm. understanding your chart Mm. is like a deeper layer of what, is actually missing in you that you need to find that helps you. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's fascinating because let's say, for example, um, you know, you are here to um, come up with um, the the sort of practical how-tos of how to make things happen, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of people think that they have to be good at that if they're entrepreneurs, for example, right? Like I used to think I had to be good at that stuff. I don't have that trait. For me, I can make myself think about the practical how-tos I can do it because mm-hmm. I've been trained enough by the world to condition myself to do it but I can't do it anywhere near as much as Jane who runs up it who basically runs the you know the day-to-day business and the sort of overarching 
you know, she's the CEO basically. And so why would I ever think that, I think even within what you're saying, there's certain things that we don't even consider that, oh, hire someone that's better at it. Because I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm the one who's going to be good at this. Rather than an entrepreneur can look so many different ways and there is no like, oh, okay, I can hire someone to do graphic design. Okay, that's one thing to admit, but it's another thing to admit (laughs) like, you know, you're not, you don't write a business plan because you're not strategic, for example. And maybe if you felt like you, for you, for example, if you were like, I really can't conceive that I could be successful without writing a business plan. Mm-hmm. Well, what you could mm-hmm. correctly just bring on somebody who was good exactly. at that instead of you being the person who was developing that and bring yes. that person in to create the business plan to really manage you throughout the business mm-hmm. plan. Like, yeah, it's just about knowing it's so um, even on like a bigger level. I think if you could explain to us just like why it's important to understand how you work in your gifts in your own life but then why is it why on a bigger level why is it important if we all are working together what does that look like I mean listen if we are all honoring each other for how each other functions and works that is literally how we create heaven on earth that is how we create harmony and utopia between people because right now the way we're all trying to create understanding is to all make ourselves be more similar and work the same way so that there's this kind of ancient belief in our system like if you're like me then I should like you if we're similar then we have grounds for being liked but actually once you get to a place of realizing that all the things you are not is not because there's anything bad with to do with you or there's not you're not lacking anything you are just have your specific duty your specific role you honor that role you see the magic in that role it becomes so much easier to see the different kinds of magic in other people and that's how we end up working better together because we're not threatened by okay, this person's really good at this and I'm not. Right now, if we see that, most of us go, that means either they're doing something wrong or I'm doing something wrong and Mm. they're right and I'm doing it the wrong way. When we are so clear on our role, we can look at other people in their roles and just be in awe and wonder of it without thinking that we need to be more like that, without thinking that we need to take them down or criticize them or whatever it is. I had a really magical experience last summer with one of my very best friends who's also a quad left, and she's a 5-1 generator. And she literally, she had like sun personality gate for my advanced human design nerds is gate 21, <laughs> gift 21, which you'll you'll see when um, you look at the, um, the app. The app. Our app is just called My Human Design. But anyway, there were certain things that I could see her see me doing that she had no idea how to do. <laughs> like even simple things. Like there was one day where the plans changed and she was like, oh my gosh, like how am I going to, where am I going to make myself lunch or whatever? And I just like kind of casually put it together. It sounds like such a simple thing, but she was just in awe and wonder because she was like, normally I have to like plan what I'm going to have in the fridge and like I don't know how to do things on the cuff and whatever. And that's not to say that that's good or bad. It's just that's something that she could easily see me do without like, okay, if something happens to the day and the day just gets disruptive, like whatever. You're fine when you go with the flow with I'm it. I'm fine with it. Um, but then for example, like, she was telling me about how she hires people for um, the building that she lives in. She like actually helps the security, like the security team ask her how like for help on how to hire security people. And she has like whole lists, kind of like you. This is how what you would do too. Yeah. She has whole list of interview questions that she like writes for them and that's become their new standard. And then she's, she's advising them like, how to get the right yeah. security people. And I'm like, how do you do that? And for her, it's like literally like breathing. Yeah. And so to be able to watch each other, I swear to you, it's like doubling and tripling and quadrupling your enjoyment of like what it is to be human because you can genuinely see the specialness of someone else 
and just like enjoy it vicariously through them without having to contort it, change it, deny it, judge it, dismiss it, ignore it, all the things we try to do because we think that there's something wrong with us. And I really think that the key, the beginning to, and it comes back to the beginning of our conversation where it starts off by you exploring like, okay, I'm going to put energy into doing only things that I'm good at, only things that I'm interested in, only the things that come naturally and come easily to me. And I will say that a lot of the time when people are starting, they don't know what they're good at. They don't know what comes easy to them because no one can see so easily what comes easily to them because it's like you don't even notice that you do it. And so this is a good time to like ask family and friends or notice, like almost imagine watching yourself through the day and where is it that you get annoyed that other people are like not getting it or slower than you? Because that means that you are like obviously excelling in a place where they're not. You read my mind. I was going to ask you, how do people figure out what their <laughs> gifts are? <laughs> it's true though. It's usually those are the places. Like what are your sources of frustration or irritation? Um, where do you see ahead of things, you know? And it's not because other people, that's the reframe is like, it's not other people are, dumb or stupid or don't understand you or whatever it's just like that's the universe showing you where you are excellent where you excel and so you owe it to everyone else to fully launch yourself into that edge of humanity of of human skill of human genius and leave the other geniuses to other people and you're never going to be a genius at other things than other than what you're supposed to be genius at so you may as well get in the downstream as they say the path of least resistance yeah and just become entirely cool with being only the stuff that you are. There's two things that I just want to point out. First, I just love how much you said that when you get what your gifts are and that other people have other gifts, you are literally in awe yeah. of people. Mm. And it really makes life so much more fun. Even we, really? like some of the people we work with on stuff, we oh are just, God. we leave <laughs> meetings and we clap and we're so excited. We're like, it is so cool seeing <laughs> how incredible they are at their gifts. It just one adds that layer of excitement in life. Mm -hmm. But then two, just to give something, and I don't even know if you can give us like an answer right now, but what's coming to me that I feel like you can help us get some clarity around is if we're in a position where we feel like someone is blocking us from being able to express our gifts, like if you're in that kind of situation where you feel, you, you get what I mean, where someone's mm -hmm. kind of stopping you from being able to kind of push forward, mm -hmm. What advice do you give us in those moments? Because that can be really frustrating. Yeah, I think it, it really is a case by case basis thing because sometimes it is a person that you need to have, um, you know, sort of an honest conversation with. There is no action step, but the, but the thing that is re required that we remember is that when someone is bumping up against us, when we are kind of, you know, um, meeting in our in alignment let's say or yes. in theirs or in ours or whatever whatever whatever's happening it's always just a challenge for us there's always something contained within us that we can change about our behavior anything that comes our way whether that is a person that's unaligned or whether that's a trigger or a situation that is challenging to you because it's super easy to just say oh they're unaligned it's all yeah. their fault so what can we do to almost alleviate some of that well, the universe is putting that unaligned person, using that person where they are. We all are unaligned in some ways. Yeah, of course. It's using that person's unalignment to front face you so that you can figure out what action step is um, or what change you need to make. And sometimes that could be if you're not confrontational and the universe is trying to teach you healthy confrontation or if you are super confrontational and the universe is trying to get you to, you know, say it in a gentler way or... 
That could be so many things. Maybe you never stand up for yourself. Yeah. Or, yeah. But but whatever it is, it's always for you to do the exact perfect next step of growth that your soul needs to be doing, which is why I'm also such a fan of like, you don't need to path, you don't need to chart your spiritual path. You don't need to know, I have to do this and then I have to become this and then I have to become this. You don't need to know where you're going. You just need to address exactly what's right in front of you today because that is the next perfect step. The universe designs it way better than you can and it will happen in different orders than all of us than we will. Like you'll learn confrontation before I do or vice versa or whatever. So we get it in the exact way that we need to. Why would we interfere with that perfect design? All we need to do is take full responsibility for every irritation that <laughs> comes your way. Even if it's bumping up against someone, there's a perfection in the bumping up against. Mm-hmm. And so if someone were to ask, just to close this out with, where can I go to understand more about what my gifts are? Obviously, you gave us the the action of, you know, looking at yourself from above, whereas mm-hmm. you gave us some of that. Mm-hmm. But let, like, if they want to go to the app and just yeah. see, you know, where can I start with understanding what I'm good at and my gifts more. Yeah, so the first section to look at the things you're easily gifted at is your gifts. Mm -hmm. So those are skills and traits and essences that come naturally to you. And so the more you can realize that you want to emphasize those and de-emphasize the others, um, all that is not that, um, that's going to be, you know, super powerful. But then also you want to look at whether you're consistent or inconsistent, which is one of the tips that comes up. Mm -hmm. You want to listen to... um, for example, your not self, which is the sign that you get when you're unaligned and you mm. want to listen to your sign, your signature, which is what happens to you when you are aligned and you want to use those two feelings as gauges of, okay, even if I can't see where I'm unaligned or how I'm unaligned, are these two feelings showing up on which one am I feeling in this situation? Is it more my sign, my positive sign, or is it my not self, my sort of negative? It's not even negative. It's just the universe being very clear about where you need to course correct um so those would be like the main places to go i would say start with gifts start with not self start with sign and then also your life theme which is the purpose of this lifetime for you and that applies to every single area of life that you're in whether it's work relationships parenting how you show up as a friend like how you show up how the universe wants you to show up in one way is how i want to show you how i want you to show up in all the other ways so when you take your role of your life purpose and don't try to be a nurturer if you're not supposed to be a nurturer. If you're better at directing people, then you should be directing your kids more than, you know what I mean? So um, I think those are the the sort of most clear places to start. And they are so revelatory and illuminating and just a sigh of relief when you read and hear someone reflect back to you the things that you're good at because you kind of knew them all along deep down but you just never even realized that they were special and to have I think what's so powerful is to have an outside measure of that so it's not just in your head you kind of guessing coming up with the things that you're good at because sometimes you can't see the things that you're good at I never would have known a lot of the things that I've learned that I'm incredible at had this outside system not directed me to even just explore the possibility of being good at it yeah And that's the thing is like gifts come in so many different forms too. It's not just you're gifted at business or creativity (laughs) or athletic prowess. There's so many things in there that we don't even talk about as gifts. And that's also one of the powerful things about human design is it's a language that provides more nuance to human behavior and human essence than we currently, you know, is, is currently sort of widespread. But 
we're getting there we are and i and i think one of the things i always love that you say is like when we understand how we work mm. we all work better together 100 percent